Well, this is Ron Moore. I'm here with Maria Stockman, and we welcome you to our Fresh Faith podcast. Maria, we're going through some challenging times right now in our country, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, it seems to be changing every day. We were in meetings uh, all morning uh, talking about different things, uh, what we're doing here at the Bible Chapel. Of course, uh, we've done unprecedented things. We've gone fully online yeah. at all services. Uh, this past week was a little different. You were there. Yeah. Uh, no uh, people were there other than uh, TAC and worship and uh, a few staff. And uh, I preached to uh, uh, a lot of people yeah. online, but an empty uh, room. Will you share with our audience the what you what your what our coworker said about your your jokes because that was uh, a great time. Yeah, so I was just uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about speaking to an empty room, and I said, "Man, I'll, I won't know if anyone gets my humor or not." And we had a coworker. It's a former coworker. She's still here. Well, I, I text her while you said it and told her that I think you just got fired. She, she said, um, "You know whether the room's empty or whether the room's full." Uh, this, it's the same reaction to your humor. So uh, I don't know if I, I didn't appreciate that. I think you did. You, you, this is the fourth time I've heard you say it. <laughs> you know, um, there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of anxiety out there. And so today we, we kind of, instead of um, uh, speaking with a guest, we normally speak with yeah. a guest. Um, I, I uh, recorded a special radio program, a broadcast. Uh, a broadcast for this podcast. How's that? Oh, I love it. Um, hashtag. Um, hashtag whatever. <laughs> and, uh, and I thought we would just, uh, we just decided to share that today. And, and, and I want to just talk about, you know, the things we're going through um, that, uh, you know, God gives us different assignments and, and, and we need to accept it and we need to, to uh, learn from it and always trust him through it. And uh, man, we have great opportunity to, to talk to others about Jesus during this time yeah. too. It's it's been so different, like you said earlier, and what a privilege and an honor to be able to connect with people through technology, through social media, through podcasts, and to be able to share things like that digitally. Um, so right now we are, you know, they're recommending for people not to be meeting in groups larger than I even saw ten, you know, mm-hmm. earlier today. Um, but that does not stop us from being able to share the truth about Jesus and how life changing mm-hmm. a relationship with Him is. Yeah. You know, a few years ago, uh, I had a friend um, tech, uh, email me and say um, that a friend of hers uh, had cancer and uh, that she wanted to give a devotion to this friend. She didn't want something, you know, light, but didn't want anything so heavy and theological that the friend really couldn't absorb it going through chemo and different things. And she said, do you know of any devotion? And I looked around and I, I didn't. And so I decided to write uh, a devotion uh, on some favorite passages of Scripture, and uh, we put it in a little book called Refuge, Devotions for Finding Strength and Courage. Uh, and we, we would love uh, to share this devotion during challenging time going on. So yeah. tell listeners how they can uh, uh, get a free digital copy of uh, Refuge, a devotional for finding strength and comfort. We would love to share that with you. So if you email prayer at ronmore.org and just put refuge in the subject line. We will send you a free digital copy of the book. It is one of my favorite devotionals. Um, I totally agree. There's nothing really out there like this. And it's it's the perfect balance of the truth of God's word, um, practical application. It has a section for you to note some personal reflections and 
um, I just, I can't speak highly enough about refuge. Um, so again, we would love to give you a free digital download. So if you just email prayer at ronmore.org and just put refuge in the subject line, we will get that copy to you. Hey, this is Ron Moore, and uh, we're joining you live this morning. We're going to take a break from our James series, and we're going to talk about the uh, things that are going on in our country, COVID-19 virus, not the virus itself. You've heard um, so much about that, but we want to get into God's Word, and I just want to encourage you. I know a lot of people are um, going through some challenging times. There's a lot of fear uh, and confusion uh, in our country and we want to look at God's Word and just see what He has to say about the, these times that, uh, that we're living in, some challenging times. Uh, we're not the first uh, people to go through challenging times. The nation of Israel certainly did. And you remember when they were delivered from slavery in Egypt, uh, they, were, um, they were leaving Egypt, and uh, they looked ahead of them, and there was the Promised Land, but right between them and the Promised Land, there was the Red Sea. And then they looked behind them, and the Egyptians were chasing them. They were literally between a rock and a hard place. Moses shared these words with him. The Israelites were filled with anxiety. They were terrified. And Moses calmed them with these words. He said, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to remain still. But when Moses says remain still, he's talking about a calmness of heart, a peace that only God can give. The Lord will fight for you. You only have to remain still. So fear and doubt, man, they they are sweeping across our country, aren't they? Businesses are working remotely. Uh, Stores are closing. Some areas are enforcing curfews. And these are all good things. We're to use our common sense. COVID-19 is producing anxiety, and and that anxiety leads to many what-if questions, and the what-if questions produce more anxiety. Sometimes fear and doubt come rolling in like 30-foot waves and, and crash into our soul. And you know what? We're not able to stand up under the force of the crashing waves. And the good news is we don't have to. The Lord will absorb the powerful force for us. You need only to be still. The Lord is fighting for us. Just stay still. Be calm. Let his peace sweep over your soul. As we look at Scripture and the things that we're going through, I'd like to offer five observations, five lessons that I think will help us during challenging times like this. Five lessons from Scripture that that we can apply uh, and that we can use uh, to make sure that we are uh, allowing God to work in our lives uh, when we go through these uh, challenging times. There were challenging times in the Old Testament when Paul wrote his letter to the Corinthians. They were going through a famine, and Paul called it the present distress. In in First Corinthians, he he gives some. Uh, he gives some observations. He gives some lessons. He gives some lessons for, for the people there to apply to their lives and just uh, allow them to really accept what God has for them and have the strength and, and courage they need uh, during their present distress. So let me give you five lessons 
uh, that you can uh, that you can take to heart and share uh, with others. The first one is this: accept the present situation as an assignment from God. Accept this present situation as an assignment from God. First Corinthians chapter seven verse seven says this: only let each person lead the life the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. Just think about that. God gives us different assignments, doesn't he? Right now, he has our whole country in an assignment uh, of, um, of protecting ourselves from the COVID-19 virus and protecting ourselves from spreading the virus. The assignment is a challenging one. And again, our country is going through unprecedented times. But you also may be going through other times like uh, illness, uh, you, uh, a loss of job, uh, maybe you're going through a relationship breakup, a, a divorce. Maybe you just experienced the, the death of a loved one. Sometimes the assignments that we're given are difficult ones. And Paul says, only let the person lead the life that God has assigned to him, that God has called him to. Later in that same passage, Paul says this in verse uh, 23. He says, you were bought with a price. Do not become bondservants of men. You were bought with a price. Do not become bondservants of men. I, I think you would agree with me, wouldn't you, that, that uh, during this time we can become bondservants of men? We, we hear the messages on the news um, uh, always about uh, the COVID-19, how it's going to spread, what we're supposed to do. And we can kind of become addicted to, to watching the news and hearing the message of man. But we always want to remember that God bought us with a price. We belong to him. Uh, Christ died for us on the cross. And we have this, we have this relationship with Jesus. He gives us the spiritual identity. In him, we are significant. In him, we are secure. In him, we are accepted. In him, we are forgiven. And in him, we are empowered by his Holy Spirit. When God gives us an assignment, he also gives us everything we need to carry out that assignment. You were bought with a price. Do not become bondservants of men. And then Paul says in verse 24, chapter 7, 1 Corinthians 7, verse 24, So, brothers and sisters, in whatever condition each was called, let him remain with God. In whatever condition you're called, whatever situation you're going through, whatever circumstance you're going through, the most challenging thing you have going on in your life, remain with God. He's the one who is always with us. He is the one who, by his spirit, lives in the heart of every believer. He's the one who says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And he's the one who will walk with you all the way into eternity. Remain with God. Whatever the situation, remain with him. Cling to him. Let me read a couple passages from the Psalms. Psalm chapter 16, 17 and 18 say this. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. 
I have set the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Say that with me. Because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. That right hand is the powerful place of authority. And there God is, setting sovereignly, no surprises to him. He is at our right hand, and I can say, we can say, I shall not be shaken. Psalm 63, verse 8, says this. I love this passage. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. When I read that verse, I always think of a, of a parent or a grandparent holding a little baby. The, the little baby is, is clinging to the grandparent or parent, has his or her arms around the, the parent's neck, and the parent has his right hand under that little baby holding him up. And that's the beautiful picture. As we think of our Heavenly Father, we're clinging to Him. We remain with Him. He's the one who gives us everything we need to do everything he's called us to do. And his right hand, his strong right hand upholds us. So accept the present situation as God's assignment. What will we learn? How will we trust him more deeply? How how will we be stretched so that we can be ready for the next assignment that he gives us? Accept the present situation as God's assignment. The second lesson we can learn during times like these is our present situation reminds us that we are to live with an eternal perspective, an eternal perspective. You know, with with all the technology and advantages of the modern world, what the economy was hitting on all cylinders, the stock market was soaring. Everything was going so well economically, and, uh, and advances continue to take place with technology and in medicine. And then all of a sudden, a virus hits China, it spreads across the world, and things come to a halt. Like I said earlier, uh, some areas of our country are, are enforcing curfews so that people don't congregate together. We don't have... Um, uh, the right vaccine uh, for this COVID-19. With all, our, with all our technology, man, we're just reminded that we are a vulnerable people. And that's why our present situation reminds us to always live with an eternal perspective. We are to always live with an eternal perspective. We are going through this life. We're going through the challenges of this life. We're going through all the things that this life has to, has to offer us. And yet, man, this isn't our home. We are uh, sons and daughters of the living God who, who has uh, made an eternity for us. And one of these days, we'll live forever in eternity. No more viruses, no more pain, no more suffering. We'll be with God forever. And so we want to live our our life now in a way that honors him, in a way that always provides an eternal perspective, not only in our life, but to those around us. So think about your relationships. Think about your possessions. Think about all the things in your life. God wants us to live with an eternal perspective. Psalm 73, 
verses 23 through 28 say this, Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You uphold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward, you will receive me into glory. Think about that. You guide me with your counsel during this life, and then afterwards, you will receive me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there's nothing on earth I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who are far from you shall perish, and you shall put an end to everyone who is unfaithful to you. But for me, it is good to be near God. Aren't you, aren't you, aren't you thankful for that? It is good when you agree with that, it is good to be near God. I have made the Lord my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. Man, this present crisis reminds us that we are vulnerable, that life is short, and they were, that we were made for eternity. God gives us his counsel now, and afterwards, he receives us into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there's nothing on earth I desire besides you. And I've made God my refuge, and I'm going to tell everyone of your good works. That's living with an eternal perspective. Here's the third lesson that we can learn and we can apply uh, during these times. Turn off the news and open your Bible. Turn off the news and open your Bible. Now, certainly there are things that we need to learn from the news but there's a time when the news just becomes a repeat of things we've already heard, uh, brings more anxiety to our life, more fear comes from within our heart, and we just need to turn off the news and open our Bibles. When we do that, we move from a message of man to the promises of the eternal God. Just think about that. Man's message will always have errors. Just think how many times the messages of COVID-19 have changed, but God's Word never changes. So in, in this ever-changing world with, with constantly changing messages, we go to the one who is constant and who never changes, and that's the message of God's Word. I'm going to read again this passage that I started with, Exodus 14. 13 and 14, and Moses said to the people, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. The Lord will fight for you. You have only to remain still. Allow God's calmness to come over your heart. Allow God's peace to wash over your soul. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3 says this, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. When our mind is stayed on God, when we're in God's word, when we're reading the promises of God, God promises to keep us in perfect peace because our mind is stayed on him. And when our mind is stayed on him, we learn to trust him. We're going reading through uh, the Bible this year at the Bible Chapel, and, and you can go online, uh, biblechapel.org, and get all the information you need to read through the Bible with us. In fact, I'll send you a devotional uh, every morning, 
and you can read that devotional. There's also an, um, um, a, a way that you can listen to the devotional as well. But I just encourage you to be in God's Word every day. Turn off the news and open the Bible. And I'd love to do that with you. Go to BibleChapel.org and uh, look at the 2020 Challenge, and you can read the Bible through with us every day. Here's the fourth um, lesson uh, that we need to learn as we go through these uh, difficult and challenging times. We're human, right? So we can't help but be anxious sometimes. We can't help but be fearful at times. But when we are fearful, when we are anxious, let anxiety be a trigger for prayer. Let, let anxiety remind you that it's time to pray. When it comes, and it will, just say, Lord, I'm fearful. Uh, I'm anxious. And allow that emotion to remind you, okay, now it's time to pray. Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 9 say this. Rejoice in the Lord always. Paul's writing to the church in Philippi. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. I love what Paul says here. He says, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. So in a difficult time, when we're anxious about things, we need to be reasonable through it. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. And we get that reasonableness by turning to God in prayer. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And God promises that when we do that, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And then Paul follows that up by saying this. He says, there are some things you need to think about, some things you need to put in your mind. He says, finally, brothers, sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Whatever is true and honorable and just and pure and lovely and commendable, think about these things. And then Paul says this, what you have learned and received and heard in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Don't you want the God of peace with you? Paul says, man, turn to God in prayer. Read his word and allow his word to wash over your heart and have the confidence you need and the courage you need and the peace of God will be with you. One more thing. Use the present situation to tell others about Jesus. The world is ready to listen to something that will calm their heart. The world needs some good news, and the best news, the eternal news, 
is the news about Jesus Christ. So when people share their fears with you, let them know that uh, you'll pray for them. When people begin to panic, uh, let them know that there is one who can deliver us from the fear, the emotion of panic, and he can put a calmness and a peace in our heart. As you are in your workplace or in your home, allow others to see the the confidence that God gives you. And, and maybe they'll ask you, man, how can you be so calm? How can you be have such courage? How, how can you walk through this difficult situation with such peace? And you can just tell them, you know what? It's because of Jesus. I trust in him. And I know he's going to give me everything I need to do everything he's calling me to do. I, I'm, he's fighting for me. I'm just remaining calm. Also, we can do some practical things. Maybe there's an elderly neighbor who needs you to go to the grocery store or run an errand or do some yard work. Wh- whatever you can do, you can be the, you can be the, the arms and, and the feet of Jesus. And in doing that, have an opportunity to share God's peace regardless of the situation. In Matthew 9, verse 36, Matthew says this about Jesus. When Jesus saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Well, there are a lot of people today who are weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. So you can tell them of Jesus. You can tell those in your life who are weary and scattered, you can tell them about the good shepherd. And you know what? People are listening. So use the present situation to tell others about Jesus. Five things that we can do during this time. We can make sure to accept our present situation as God's assignment. We can allow the present situation to remind us to live with internal perspective. We can turn off the news and open our Bible. We can let anxiety be a trigger for prayer, and we can use this situation, this present situation, to tell others about Jesus. So in 1854, a great cholera outbreak occurred in London, and the English pastor C.H. Spurgeon and his congregation, they were a strong presence for Jesus in the midst of challenging times. Twelve years later, 1866, there was another cholera outbreak, and here's what Spurgeon said to believers in London. Listen, Listen to what he says. And now, again, is the minister's time, and now is the time for all of you who love souls. You may see men more alarmed than they are already, and if they should be, mind that you avail yourselves of the opportunity of doing them good. You have the balm of Gilead. When their wounds smart, pour it in. You know of him who died to save. Tell them of him. Lift high the cross before their eyes. Tell them that God became man, that man might be lifted to God. Tell them of Calvary and its groans and its cries and sweat of blood. Tell them of Jesus hanging on the cross to save sinners. Tell them that there is life for a look at the crucified one. 
There is life for a look at the crucified one. Today we have the great privilege to tell others about Jesus and to remind them, man, there is life in him. There is life for a look at the crucified one. Well, I want to thank you for joining us uh, today on the journey, and I'd like to join you again tomorrow and just uh, be able to talk through the, the things we're, we're, we're going through in, in, our, in our world uh, with the COVID-19 uh, to encourage you and just to remind you that God is on our side. We also have a, a book I've written, a little devotional called Refuge, uh, devotions for finding strength and courage. I think it's, uh, it's written for a time like this. And you can go to our website, uh, or you can email us, rather. Uh, we'll give you a free digital copy if you just email prayer at ronmore.org. Again, we'll send you a free digital copy. Uh, just email prayer at ronmore.org and ask for refuge, devotions for finding strength and courage. Let me pray before we sign off today. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you're a God who loves us. You know us by name. You care for us intimately so much that you would send your son, Jesus Christ, to die for us on a cross. And Father, we thank you that there is life for a look at the crucified one. Lord, during this uh, time of present distress in our country, we pray that you would be with us. We pray that you would calm our hearts. We pray that you would remind us of your love. We pray, Father, that you would always help us be those who demonstrate to a watching world that you are on our side, that you bring comfort, that you bring strength, that you bring courage, that you bring peace. Lord, please deliver that to our souls, we pray. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.